Okay, today's off. Mokotov, Shavua Tov, Isru, Isru Chag. Today's off is not Memches and Yavamas. We went for a four Shlema for Yosef Azriel ben Chaim Michal and Elozer ben Reuma. Now we said we'll start from the top of the page, Omarava, but just we'll quickly see the last few lines in case you missed those last few lines and then Zion base, because that's really what we're talking about over here. Let's understand something. An Ebed, not an Ebed Ivri. An Ebed Ivri is a full Jew who's just working for you for whatever the reason is. He was poor or he sold himself or he did an Avera and, uh, and uh, he stole and he had, couldn't repay. That's an Ebed Ivri. We're not talking about Ebed We talk about Ebed Stam, that means an Ebed Knani. Ebed Knani is a non-Jewish slave who you acquired. And normally when you acquire him, you uh, give him circumcision, you maul him. You make him circumcised and you put him in the mikvah so that he's tovel l'shem uh, eved, which means he's like what we call a half a Jew. That's a nice term for it. He has the mitzvahs of a woman, right? He's not chayv mitzvah, he's chayv he's chayv says he's like a half Jew. That's an eved kanani. Is that okay. a third category? Is this a stam eved without being an eved? Okay, no, there's no stam. There could be an eved kanani. It's either a, okay. No, so an Evid Ivri is not really an Evid at all. He's just working for you. An Evid Kanani is a guy, a guy who's working for you. However, we'll see that an Evid Kanani uh, normally he is he is um, uh, he's circumcised against his will even, and you put him in the mikvah, and then he's chayiv mitzvah. However, we'll talk about exceptions. Let's say he doesn't want to be circumcised, and you don't circumcise him, etc. Still call it Evid Kanani. But he can go back from there. Once he's circumcised and he went to the mikveh and he's like what we call a half a Jew, he has a mistress of, of uh, like a woman, then there's no turning back. He's always a half a Jew. He's always a half a Jew. And then he can only, and then we'll see as a machlokas here, what happens afterwards when he's freed. If you free him and liberate him, what happens then? Is he, then he becomes a full Jew. Then he becomes a Jew. But is it automatic? Does he have to accept the mitzvah or not? So here's what we talked about. In yesterday's Gemara Namit Beis, it said, Near the top of the page, it said, talk about what a person uh, wants to uh, be Megayer. It says over there, Echad Ger, a Ger, that means a convert. Echad Evet Meshuchar, the same thing with an Evet Meshuchar, freed slave. And it talks about this, you have to let him know the mitzvahs, you let him know some of the mitzvahs, Kalos, and mitzvahs, of course, we'll teach him the mitzvahs. Sounds like an Evet Meshuchar, a slave who you're freeing now to become a full Jew, must also learn the mitzvahs to accept the mitzvahs. So the Gemara now says near the bottom of the page, six lines from the bottom of the page, that an Evan Meshuchar also has to accept the mitzvahs. Now remember, he, 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 when he was first uh, acquired as a slave and forcibly circumcised and put into the mikvah, I mean, he could, he, if he fought it and the guy didn't want to push it, we'll talk about that later on, but, but uh, he, was, he, was, he became an Evan Now, when he's freed subsequently, does he also have to accept all the mitzvahs now? So, because he's already a half a Jew. He's already accepted the mitzvahs. All right, he's forcibly or not, but he's accepted the mitzvahs. What's that? A man in, in wartime, you met a, a shiksa who we fell in love with. And what's the rule? So it says first, the person's allowed to cry for her parents for, for 30 days, well, and then you can bring her in. 
Medvar more. In other words, you could forcibly take her in. Medvar Mumshal Kibla, that's if she didn't accept the mitzvahs. Let's say right away she says, Oh, yeah, I love you too, and I'll accept the mitzvah. You could put her into the mikvah right away. Even a woman needs, you have to have a mikvah to go to, you have to go into the mikvah to become a Jew. And marry right away. That's the Tanakama. And that means if she accepted the mitzvahs, then you could do it right away. Shemalah says, No, Afbishlo Kibla. Even if she doesn't accept the mitzvahs, you could force her into the mikvah to be a shifra knanis. And then you could force her, you, you could force her into a mikvah a second time, the shame shifra, in order to liberate her. And he frees her, he's liberated, and now she's a full Jewess. In other words, if he doesn't want to wait the 30 days, even if she's not makabal, if he, he could force her into the mikvah, Rashi, in the last line of the page says, the shame shifra, the whole field of Adam al and the forcing slave shot in Rashi is, according to everybody, you're total a, a goy to be an Evid Knani for you. You could force him. You could force him to the mikvah. Uh, that's, that's all. Umashachara, uh, and you force her then, and then you force her. You liberate her also against her will, and she becomes a full Jewess. So what do we see over here? That Rabbi Shimon Allah says that you can force him, force an Evid to be a slave, to be a, a Knani for you, forcing him into the mikvah. Etc. We'll talk about the meal if he doesn't want to be mal. Sometimes you don't force him, but you could force him. Umatbil Shem you could, and then you force him against against well. In other words, once since you force an uh, goy it to be an Evikani against his will or her will in this case, against his or her will, and then she has to do the mitzvahs. Then when you topple them, that's also against their will because that's making even they're already being kind of mitzvahs. That's from Shurulas's opinion. The Tanakama says, no, Tanakama says. That if she wasn't, if she didn't accept the mitzvahs, you're not megayer her. You could do it right away. Otherwise, you have to wait. So that's the machloks of Shemalazar and Ham. Meaning, again, when it comes to acquiring an every Knani, or in this case, a Shifra Knanis, the same thing applies, that you can force them. And you force them into becoming a half-Jew against their will. Put them into the mikveh and give them a, 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 a mila. We'll talk about if the, he doesn't want to be, be mild and you don't want to force them, what happens then? But according to Shemalaz, everybody agrees you could force him for that. The question is then when he's Megayer, does he have to accept the mitzvah or not? So we could say, so in our Gemara at the top of the page, you read on the base, when it said, you also have to let them know my mitzvahs. It sounds like according to Rabbanam, you have to let them know what the mitzvahs are. They have to accept them, even once he's an Evi Now, at this point, the Gemara is saying, according to Shemalaz, it makes no difference. Force him to become an Evi force him to become a full Jew. Either way, it's against their will. You force them to make from once, you force them to make a second time. They don't have to accept anything. According to Rabbana, no, they do have to accept when they're becoming a full Jew, even though, apparently, even though they were forced to become a Viknani, to become a full Jew, they have to accept the mitzvahs. That's what it sounds like at this point. However, we're going to come back. Let's wait and see the Gemara if we have any questions at the end. Omar Rabba, my time of Shemalaz, what's from Shemalaz's reason? Right, of course, and the Chesapaskis call Evid Ish and Evid Ish, every servant of a man. Mikdash Kesav acquired by money. What does that mean, Evidish? Evidish for Evidisha? Does it make a difference if the Evid is owned by a male Jew or a, a female Jew? Doesn't mean that. An Evid who's a man, you can force him against his will. Uh, you can force him against his will to uh, to get circumcised. But a Ben Ish, a, 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 a Rashi explains this according to the second preferred explanation, that if a Ger is Megayer, he can force his young children to be Megayer with him, but he can't force his adult children. If they're adults, he can't force the Atomal Ben Ishbakar. You can't, you can't stop, uh, force somebody to become 
a Jew, but you could force an Eved, uh, an Eved, you could for, force him to become a Jew to be circumcised. That's how we, you, know, you could force him to become circumcised, period. So, and you can also, you can also, uh, now you convert him, also, but you can't be, and it's once you free him, he's a, he's a full Jew. So when it comes to being circumcised, uh, as for an Avakan, you could force him against his will, but you can't force a regular Jew against his will, that he has to accept. Just like you can't force a non-Jew to become a Jew, uh, a normal person, the son of a man, and you can't for a Ben who is a person. You can't force a person, a Ben, who is an adult, be a you know, even if a gear is being Megayer, you can't force his adult children to Megayer. You can't force an Evidish also against his will. What does he do with that Evidish? That's for Shmuel's Russia. That's for a different Russia. What is the Evidish? To tell you that the Evid who is an Ish, uh, only if he's an Evid of an Ish, not if he's an Evid not of an Ish. Meaning, it doesn't mean, if you, if you abandon your slave, you, free, you just hear Mafka and I abandon him. He's also free. He doesn't even need to get Shekhar Shinemar. Again, the same question. What does it mean, Evidish? The Evid only of a man, of a male, not of a female Jew. An Evid who has control of his slave, which means to say if he abandons him, then uh, he's no longer a slave. He doesn't even need to get Shekhar. And apparently then he wouldn't be a full Jew. And it sounds like he can go back and as, Evidish, as long as he's an Evid, then he has the mitzvahs, but if he abandons him, he's no longer an Evid. It sounds like it's not familiar that he doesn't, he wouldn't even go back, he wouldn't have mitzvahs anymore. What he's a half Jew, but he's no longer a half Jew. He's nobody of Shane That's when he's evidence as long as he's an Evid of a person. If he's not a person, guy abandoned, he's not an Evid at all. Master Papa, wait a minute. You're saying now, at this point, it sounds in the Gemara uh, uh, that what that um that you can force uh, according to Rabshimana Lazar, him according to him, you can force. Uh, a guy to be your evid. You can force him, maul him against his will, and put him into the against his will. According to Rabbanan, not so much, because Rabbanan, he said at the beginning of this year that the whole field of Adam it's mashma, according to everybody here, it's mashma, according to the Rabbanan, it wouldn't be that case. Because Rabbanan say, no, uh, that just like you can't maul uh, a, um, a regular non Jew against his will, you can't force him to be a Jew, you can't also be maul an evid uh, ish against his will. Can't do so, Maslow or Papa. Where do you see that? What's a Yefastower? You found this shiks in the middle of the war, right? You went, you invaded their land, or there was a war, and you've got her. So she wasn't doing the mitzvahs, so she wasn't involved in the mitzvahs. So there maybe you need the Rabban and say you have to need her consent. If he's doing mitzvahs already, meaning an Evan Knani, who's already doing the mitzvahs, maybe the Rabban also moda, that you can free him against his will. In other words, just like you force the guy. To, just like you, when you acquired an Evid, you acquire an Evid from, let's say, a Goy, and you can and you convert him. If you acquired an Evid from a non, from another Jew, he's already an Evid Kanani. But if you invite, if you acquire him from a Goy, you can force him into the mikveh and force him to give him a meal to become an Evid Kanani through the mitzvahs. So he says over here, Avalevid, the Shaykh mitzvahs, that he doesn't have to accept the mitzvahs again to become a full Jew. What do we say? According to Hashem, you can force a Goy to be your Evid. And now he's an Evakanani. You maul him Lashem Avdus and you put him in Lashem Avdus. He's now an Evakanani. He has mitzvahs like a woman. Then you can free him also against his will 
to make him a full Jew against his will, Kram Shem Lazar. The Rabbana was saying, no, Rabbana, not that way. Rabbana is saying you can't force, just like you can't force Stama Goy to become a Jew. You don't convert, you don't go uh, to a guy and say, we're forcing you to become, we don't, you know, like they, that's what the Goyim did, right? The Christians and the Muslims uh, converted people against their will, right? But the Jews don't do that. So just like you don't do that, you don't do that for an Ebed also, you don't force him to become a Jew. But that's what we said till now. The Gemara says, who says, maybe the Rabbana are also motivated to that. Maybe over maybe a, a, a Shiksa, a, a Yafas Tawar, she wasn't doing mitzvahs, but a um, but an Eved who shayach mitzvahs already chanami a pilur rabbanu moda that you can force him you can by liberating him you force him to become a full dude tanya echad gear bech lokech ev menav kavim whether it's a gear meaning a convert or if you buy from a goy tzarech kabel he has to accept the mitzvahs halokech misrael but and there's no halokech if you buy from misrael ain't tzarech kabel money who does they call it yib shem lozer he does He can force him. If you buy from a guy, he has to accept the mitzvahs now for the first time. He doesn't have to kabbal. In other words, you make him into a full Jew almost immediately. What do we say? In order, if you buy from a guy, then he has to be makabal, uh, the mitzvahs to be a full Jew. But if you buy from Israel, the way Rashi learns that to be to be uh, to, to to convert him to be a half Jew to be an Ebikani, everybody says you can force him. The question is now, does he have to accept the mitzvahs now afterwards to be a full Jew? If he buys from the guy, he has to make the mitzvahs. He doesn't have to make the mitzvahs at all. In other words. You can force him once he's already an Evid Kanani and you buy him from a Jew, then you don't have to force him now to convert him. You don't have to, you don't have to when you convert him to be a full Jew, he doesn't have to accept the mitzvahs anymore. So that means like goes like the Rabbanim. See, when you, when you, according to what's the difference between Shimra Lazar and the Rabbanim? Shimra Lazar says, You can force him initially and you can force him later. It doesn't make any difference. You can force him. The Rabbanim say, Oh, no, if you buy from a guy, who never accept, who never accepted then yes then even if you even if you all like Rashi that you could force him to be an Evakanani, but to be an Evid Ivra, to be a, a full Jew, he has to accept the mitzvahs, right? He has to accept the mitzvahs. Well, in right? It doesn't have to meaning if he's already a half Jew and you liberate him, he doesn't have to accept the mitzvahs anymore. So LMI, so the Gemara says, El Lav, El Rabbana, Mishman Lokech Mirab Kabul, Sarchl Kabul, Abu Lokech Misrol, Ain Sarchl Kabel Kasha, Echadir Bechemshik. So what does the Gemara mean? And I'm in days yesterday's stuff. On uh, ten lines from the top of the page where we started with today, where we mentioned that tomorrow, uh, that what that you have to let him know the mitzvahs. What is that speaking about? That's the for tefillah. You have to let him know and understand. In other words, as we say, doesn't mean that you have to let him know the mitzvahs. You have to let mitzvahs really going on the gear on the regular convert. When it says is going on the tefillah that you have to be told of them. That applies to both a gear and to an evet meshuchar. Meaning that an Evid who's already an Evid Kanani, how did he become an Evid Kanani? When you mount, when you circumcised him for that and you put him into the mikvah for that initially. Now, you might have done that or another Jew may have done that. But if you buy that, if you buy that Evid Kanani from another Jew and now you want to free him and make him a full Jew, yes, he has to go to the mikvah, but he doesn't have to accept mitzvahs anymore because he already accepted them when he became an Evid Kanani. No, he was forced to accept them when he had become, according to Shemalazar, he was, according to everybody, he was forced to accept him when he became an Evakanani. Once he became an Evakanani, do you have to force him to become a 
to to accept the mitzvahs as a full Jew. According to this, we're saying now, no. According to everybody, you don't have to. When you buy a, from a guy, when you buy him from a guy, and now you want to convert him, so then maybe you have to have he has to accept the mitzvahs. But if he was already an Evikanani, either you made him an Evikanani or another Jew made him an Evikanani, he can't be an Evikanani when he's in the hands of a guy. And Evikanani, by definition, means that he's a Jew. He's owned by a Jew. A, a guy cannot own. We had that thing the other day. A guy cannot own another person. But a Jew can own another person. So if a Jew owned another person by, by making him an Evikanani and converting him even against his will for that pur- for that purposes, once he's doing that, he's keeping, he has forced the keys, he has to keep the mitzvahs. And then once you convert him fully by freeing him and then putting him in the mikvah again, he doesn't have to accept the mitzvahs, it's automatic. I give him the time robot. Back to this issue of Yifastor, we mentioned that at the beginning of Kiseitze, it talks there about if Yifastor, where you get this girl, you find this beautiful girl in the war. And of course, it's not a good idea to have to take her because what is what happens afterwards? It comes to then Saramara, exactly right. So Tarabana, what he says, you shave her head and you do her and she, you do her nails. Now that's very common today. They do their nails. What does that mean? Do their nails. Cut off her nails. Shave her head, cut off her nails. Let her nails grow long. It says you do an act. It says that's one act, shave. And then the and do her nails. What does it mean to do her nails? Today, to do her nails means to make them all kinds of fancy colors, right? But what does do her nails mean there? So Rabbi Lazar says, you cut the nails off. Lazar says, no, you let them grow so long that they're uh, disgusting. Amr Rabbi Lazar, never sees where it says an act by the hair, which is shaving, but never see it. But it says an act when it comes to nails. Malahonavar, just like by the hair, it says specifically shave. So the act there is shaving, removal, we call removal, Afkanavar, here also means removing the nails. Okay, so it means cutting the nails. Rabbi Kiva Omer, no. It says an act by the head, which is shaving. And it says an act when it comes to the nails. Just like by the hair, when you shave their head, that's that's considered a disfigurement for a woman. No woman wants to have her head shaved. That's not normal. So here also means something disfigured. Cutting nails is normal. Letting the nails grow disgustingly long, that would be a disfigurement. So he says, let the nails grow. But we have a posseg. That indicates like Rebelezer means cutting the nails, right? Uh, it means removing the nails, because it says in Mufiboshis Ben Shol, Yorad the Krasimov came to me, he lost a rock love. He didn't cut his toenails, he lost his slumma, and he didn't do his mustache. So just like there, it meant cutting his toenails, it means shaving or cutting his mustache. Masia Avar. So you see over there, it means remove. Okay, that's what it means, uh, removing, I mean, shave her head and remove her, her, her nails, even if they're long enough that they make her beautiful, you cut them off. In other words, try to make her disgusting so to discourage you from taking her as a wife. This is only 30 days? Oh, oh so here we're going to talk so about how long? How long, how long, how long is it? Tana but 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 It's only 30 days. Well, no, we'll see, we'll see. She should cry for her mother. You, know, you take her down, so you let her cry. But you don't take her as a wife yet. She cries for her mother and father 30 days. Imamash means cry for her parents. That's literally take it the pussy you take a little bit. You let her cry the 30 days to get the most chum out of her head, right? To, to forget about the chain Omer says, Omer eats aviata. It says, well, Avonim, it goes on, right? I tell the wood, you know, you are my father. Those people who pray to eats him on Avonim. So, Avi over here, Bachos Avi of Ima means Avonim. How long? Yerach Yamin, Yerach Shloshim Yom, Yerach is 30 days. 
Shumalazar Amano, it's nine Tishimim, it's 90 days. Why? Yerach Shloshim, Yamim, like full days, the full month is another Tishloshim. The Achar Kain, Tavo Eleu, Baltov, I saw Lachaisha, another 30 days, it's still 90. Maskar Ravina, if you're Darshing the Achar Kach as being a repetition of the first 30, maybe it means 60. Maskar Ravina, Ema Yerach Shloshim, Yamim Shloshim, that's 30 plus 30. The Achar Kain, Kihani, another 60, like the first 30 and 30. So Kash, that's a Kash, maybe it should be 120. But the question is, is it 30 days or is it 90 days? Are you allowed to keep a slave and have a Kanani, even though he's not now? We said you come and have a Kanani, the normal thing to do is you, for, you uh, circumcise him against his will and put him to make him against his will. Can you keep a slave even though he's not circumcised? Rabbi Shemal says, yes, you may. Maybe that's what you referred to, Avon, when you said there's a different kind. Maybe that's what you meant. Not really a full Evid Kanani. You can keep an Evid. He's not really called an Evid Kanani. Kanani means a guy, but he's not really called what we call an Evid Kanani. If he's not circumcised, can you have an Evid? If not, the Rishon Rishon says you can't. Kiva says no, ain't Makani. Unless, unless uh, you circumcise him for the purpose of the Evid Kanani, you're not supposed to keep him. That's what Rabbi Kiva says. I'm going to be small. The Pusik says, Pusik says when it comes to Shabbos, being a fesh ben right? They should also be refreshed. You shouldn't work your your um, slaves or the ger in your midst. We'll talk about what ger means over there. Uh, it's supposed to rest on Shabbos. And that's, um, and um, uh, so, so, and that, and that guy is speaking about a guy who has not been circumcised. It says, not, how do we know it's not circumcised? We'll talk, we're going to bring that proof in a minute. But Rabbi Shmuel said, Rekiva, you say you're not allowed to keep a Evid, an Evid who's not circumcised. Here the Pusik says, On Shabbos also, you're supposed to let the, the son of your maidservant uh, rest. And they were talking about one who's not circumcised. So Rabbi Kiva answered him, That's speaking about where you bought the Evid right before Shabbos. Right, the second before Shabbos, a minute before Shabbos. Plus, we didn't get a chance to mal him. In other words, yes, but by next Shabbos, you better have him circumcised. Rabbi Kiva says, Rekiva says, you're not allowed to keep a servant unless he's been circumcised. I, it's mashma that you, you, you have to let the uh, uh, let your uh, uncircumcised slave rest on Shabbos to its mashma. You have a slave. No, that's speaking about you got him right before Shabbos. You didn't have a chance. But normally, you're, but you're not allowed to keep an Evid. After Shabbos, you have to mal him right away. Bless people, malo, accustomed to that. That's what it's speaking there. We call him as everybody agrees to be enough. better mashma for Evid. Our role is speaking, speaking on an Evid who's not <coughs> circumcised. How do you know that my mashma? How do you see that? Says, Shimon said, oh, you see an uncircumcised slave you can keep? He says, no, that's speaking about what you bought him right before Shabbos. How do you know the Pusik speaking about an uncircumcised slave? My mashma. The time of speaking about an uncircumcised slave. Maybe speaking about a circumcised slave. It just says, Ben Amoscha. How do you know it means uncircumcised? Maybe it means a circumcised slave. Another Pusik, when it talks about Shabbos, says what? That this is an Aseris Adibras. They must rest. That Evid, Harei Evid Mol, they were speaking about Evid is circumcised. Harei Evid Mol Mol, they were speaking about a circumcised slave. Hamani Mekayim V'Nafesh Ben Amoscha. So why is the Pesach in Shmos when it says V'Nafesh Ben Amoscha V'Ager, what Ben Amoscha is that speaking about? Evid Oro, speaking about an Evid So everybody agrees that the Pesach V'Nafesh Ben Amoscha speak out an Evid If you have an uncircumcised slave, you have to let him rest on Shabbos. And if you have a circumcised slave, you have to let him on Shabbos. Two different sukkim. That's why the student sukkim, one speaking all real, one speaking not real. What about the hager? What gear are we speaking about there? What do you mean a gear? Isn't a gear a full Jew? 
you don't have to you don't have to be warned not to work him. He's a regular Jew. He has a mitzvah of Shabbos. What do you have to you have to you have to let the gear rest on Shabbos? What, do you, what kind of gear is being? Zeh gear toshev. A gear toshev is a guy who's accepted sheva mitzvahs b'nei noach, including avodas kachavim. Right. So he says the gear zeh gear toshev. You have to let him rest too. In other words, if he's in your employ, you have to let him rest on Shabbos too. Tosef asks, what do you mean? Goyim don't keep Shabbos. Right, Shev Mitzvah Benoch. In fact, Goyish Shabbos, Chayiv Misa. He's not allowed to keep Shabbos. So, what do you mean over here? So, we're speaking about when he's in your employ. Not a regular guy keeps Shev Mitzvah Benoch. He's not. He doesn't keep Shabbos. He's not supposed to keep Shabbos. But if he's in your employ, he shouldn't be working for you on Shabbos. That's what I mean. Just like your Eved, your Eved Knani, circumcised or not, shouldn't be working for you. A Ger Toshav, who's also you have, he's a hired hand, should not be working for you. A Ger Toshav. How do we know? Atom is like a Toshav. I know Elam. Gerzedek, maybe it's a regular Gerzedek, a full convert. Says We have another possible about Gercha. Again, he because why? Why does why do you feel not resting Shabbos? Because Shabbos is the equivalent of Oskachov. Rashi says Machal is Shabbos like over Oskachov. If you're Machal Shabbos, but for Hasidus like you worship Avodah Zarah, so it's similar to that. So just like he's warned, he's not supposed to do Avodah Zarah. He's not supposed to work at least for you on Shabbos. Doesn't mean he's supposed to keep Shabbos, but shouldn't be working for you on Shabbos. Okay, so so far we had a machlokas here between Shmuel and Rekiva. A guy, we said you could when you hide, when you buy a epiknani, if you're buying from a Jew, he's already circumcised. Buying from a guy, you can circumcise him and mal him against his will, according to what Rashi learns. What about uh, if he's not circumcised? He didn't want to circumcise him. He didn't want to. He refused. He didn't want to force him. It's hard to force a person to be circumcised if there's no if he's an adult and he's not. Um, uh, Without anesthesia, he's anesthetized, right? He's not anesthetized. It's pretty hard to force him. So, but but you know, if you could, you could. But let's say you can't, or you didn't want to. Whatever the reason was, you didn't do it. Rabbi Kiva says you're not allowed to keep him unless he's circumcised. Rishmo says you may. Now we'll see a new thing. He didn't want to. He didn't want to be circumcised. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't you didn't want to force him. He didn't want to be circumcised. You can bear with him for twelve months. I keep him for 12 months and then see. Lomo, if he didn't want to circumcise after 12 months, you got to resell him back to a guy. Try to sell him in a different market. Otherwise, because if you sell him back to the other of the same guy, you'll probably lose a lot of money because he knows now. The guy may know that the reason you're selling him back is because you're not allowed to keep him. You know? So you're, the market value has gone down. But in any case, you're not allowed to keep him. But you could keep him for 12 months. I'm going to come here to Rapapa. So the rabbi said, Rapapa, come out of the you just said, if he doesn't want to be circumcised, you keep him for 12 months. After, after 12 months, you better sell him back. We don't want the uncircumcised people in your midst, right? That's part of what we'll talk later on why, why that is the case. But you shouldn't have uncircumcised people in, in your household. So for 12 months, fine. Afterwards, not. But if you that not to be keep him for 12 months, Rabbi Kiva said you can't keep him at all. The heart goes against Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva, Amr, Amr, Kaiman. Amr, Amr, Papa said, no, I feel him, Rabbi Kiva. That's where he didn't agree. He wasn't set. In other words, that's where he didn't agree to be mal. So Rabbi Kiva says you you have to uh, you can't keep him at all. You know maybe just for one Shabbos if you hired him right before Shabbos, but you got him right before Shabbos. But uh, but he agreed, but he, and he didn't agree. The Pascha Rashi learns in the first shot that Pascha means he agreed. He agreed to be circumcised. You know they agreed in theory. And then when he saw the guy with the knife, <laughs> he looked at him and says, you know what, let me think about it, you know. Then he, when he agreed, if he didn't agree, he doesn't want to be mouthed. Rabbi Kiva says, you can't keep him. He agreed, he consented, uh, he, had, he gave, definitely, definitely gave his consent, and now he changed his mind. 
Rashi brings another if he told them, I'm going to keep it for 12 months, then I'm going to sell you back. That's what it means. In other words, there are Rebekah's, either way, Rebekah's moda, that if either the, the guy agreed or the Pascal Mosul could also mean that the master consented, I'll say, okay, listen, I'll give you 12 months. After 12 months, I'm selling you back. You know, it's better to live among the Jews. They, we treat you better than the guy. So, um, you have off on jobs. Yeah, well, yeah, off on jobs. Yeah. The and means where, they, where there was an agreement, either agreement for 12 months or the guy originally agreed to be mountain and then changed his mind, then Rabbi Kiva would agree to. Amrav Kana. Amisa Lishmaita Kamed Rav Zvid. I told this in front of Rav Zvid from Nadar. Amrali, Yachi, Yamal Rabbi Kiva, Kechem Nashash is again Lishnaha. So why did Rabbi Kiva give the answer before when they said, hi, how according to God? How we had a possibly enough a Muslim idea he has to rest on Shabbos. How do you have a guy who's not we said that possibly speaking about a guy who's not circumcised? How could he be in your in your service if he's not if he's not circumcised according to Rubik? Oh, it's speaking about where he bought him right before Shabbos, Spanish Muslim. You didn't get a chance yet to him out. What did he give? Just say where he had consented originally, and then he changed his mind. Give that answer. So why did he give this answer and say speaking about where the guy had consented to originally, or according to the second Shah Rashi, the master and him agreed that we give him 12 months and that was it. When they agreed, it's okay. Rabbi Kiva gave one of two answers. In other words, Rabbi Kiva says you're not allowed to keep a guy as uh, uh, in your in your service if he's not uh, circumcised. So he said. By what are the Pussek speaking about? You have to let him rest on Shabbos. How could he be in your service? Or how could you have to, how would he be in your service on Shabbos if you can't keep a guy who's uncircumcised? So one answer was, okay, you bought him right before Shabbos. Another answer could be that he agreed to be circumcised and uh, he's delaying it, you know, you, or you're giving him 12 months, but he agreed in theory. So that's one, you gave one of two answers. Shalach Rabin, the first of the wide lines now. Shalach Rabin, Shmeid Rabeloi. Robin sent the name of Beloy. and he said, "All my all my rebbies also Omerli Bishma also said the name of Beloy." What is an example of an uncircumcised Evet you're allowed to keep in your service? If he bought him almanas, not to circumcise him, that was the condition. Again, this like Theorikiva, Amr Ain Mikaimer, Kiva says you can't keep a slave if he's uncircumcised. That's only if he didn't make a condition that way. But if you bought him under those circumstances, it's okay. So this is maybe what Avram meant before. So we have an Evid Kanani, regular Kanani that you model and you circumcise. Or an Evid, you know, you can be given a dispensation for 12 months if he agreed, and then he just put it off. Now we have another answer, and we say, you know what? If the original agreement was that he wasn't going to be uh, wasn't going to be mal, that means he would never become really an Evid Kani. He's just an Evid working for you, just a guy working for you. If he agreed, even Rabbi Kiva's motive. Amrav Kana, so again, so why didn't he give the answer? Again, when we asked before Rabbi Kiva, how could the Pasik be Nafesh Ben Amaschavagir, speaking about a non-circumcised guy that you have to let him rest on Shabbos, how can he be in your employ if he's uncircumcised? Give this answer to. Now we have a third answer. Why didn't you give the other answer before about when they consented and then he changed his mind? He gave one of two reasons. In other words, Rabbi Kiva says you're not supposed to keep an evidence in your employ unless he's circumcised. I, we find that 
Pasuk says you have to let a guy who's uncircumcised in your employ rest on Shabbos. How can he be uncircumcised? One answer is you bought him right before Shabbos and you didn't get a chance to mount yet. Another answer is he agreed to be circumcised, but he's, push, he's pushing it off, or you gave him 12 months. Another answer is you bought him under the condition not to mount him. In other words, that was the condition. The guy sold it to you under that condition, and you bought this guy from another guy also in that condition, not going to mount, meaning he's never going to become an Avakanani. He's just working for you. So he doesn't accept. He doesn't, right. He doesn't have the mitzvahs. So he doesn't have mitzvahs, no, because he wasn't, he wasn't, he only gets the mitzvahs if, if, like a woman, only if you, if you uh, uh, converted him, meaning, meaning you circumcised him and you, and you, uh, and you did tefillah both, both. And as we said before, according to Rashi's mashman, everybody holds that you could force him uh, unless obviously you agreed not to up front, as we said over here. Isn't that like when we had in a previous, uh, the, the talk about the yeah. You bought that. You bought that evidence. There's two types of buying. One is buying the goof, and one is buying the children. Of the right. So here we're talking about buying the goof. A guy cannot own a goof of somebody else, but a Jew can. Yeah, you can own a guy. You can't own a Jew. But if you buy the evidence yeah. only for shibud, then you wouldn't have to mourn. If you buy him only to work for you, yes, yeah, you wouldn't have to. According to this, yes. Yes, Rav Kanina Bar Papi, Rav Ami, Rav Yitzchak. Now, for these three rabbis said, I killed Rabbi Yitzchak at the ante room, at the front room, the uh, or the uh, under the marquee of Rabbi Yitzchak. The three rabbis were sitting together. Rabbi Yitzchak was the host, obviously. The other come they said like this: There was a sitting of They didn't. None of the so the the goyim, the Jews had taken over that city, and they owned these goyim, and uh, but they never wanted to be circumcised. They worked with them for. They let him say that they bore with him and said, okay, we'll give you 12 months. Think about it. See what it's like living with the Jews. Maybe you'll agree to be uh, circumcised. No, they, didn't, they never agreed after 12 months. They didn't agree to be circumcised and they were resold back to the Goyim. said, if you buy it, have it to my guy. And he doesn't want to be circumcised. Let him work with you for 12 months. Lomo. He doesn't want to do chazer machal overcome. That's what we said. That's what the Tanakhama said. That's what that, the the people in that city followed the rule of that Tanakhama. Shimon Lazar says, "Ain't mashinos of Eretz Yisrael. You don't leave them in Eretz Yisrael at all if they don't want to be mal. They have sataris. In other words, if Shimon Lazar's mashma, you don't keep them talk. If you have a group of people and they or whether it's one or more here, it's talking about a plural. So there's a lot of a lot of these about them, and they don't want to be. Uh, they don't want to convert at all. They don't want to be circumcised. They don't want to become an Evakinati. You don't leave them in Eretz Yisrael because of Hefzataris. In Eretz Yisrael, they keep Taharos in the impurity. We don't have it today, but the point is they're Matame Truma, right? And Avikacham, now a guy is not Tame Torah, but The rabbi said in order to keep away from Goyim, in order that you shouldn't mix and intermarry, etc., the rabbi said that a Goyim are Tame like a Zav. Even though men Torah, they're not Tomei, right? There's no, a goy is not, a shiks is not a nida, and a goy is not a zav, but the rabbi said that they should. So men Rabbanan, they're metame truma. Of course, if truma is Tomei, you don't burn it, nor do you eat it, right? Because you can't eat it because it's, a coin can't eat it because it's Tomei, and you can't burn it because it's not, uh, it's not Tomei men But in any case, they're mafsa de taro, so therefore you don't keep men Yisrael at all. It's mashma that, uh, right? Because in, in Chutzlaretz, and Chutzlar, it's uh, you don't have the regular uh, rules of uh, of Tumas and Maestras, So, but in Eretz Yisrael, what you do? So he says you should. Reb Shimon says you shouldn't keep around uh, at all. Maybe this is the same Reb Shimon Lozer who said before you force him, force him into everything, right? Force him to become an Avikani. 
and force him to become a, a full Jew. And we said the rabbis of Mashma also that way at the end of the day. They don't, their, their argument, uh, you know, how do, how do they argue? They argue uh, when you, um, uh, that you, you, Mashma, you force him also, but if you buy him from, we, we say, if you buy, where's the machlokas there? We said that um, uh, by so it's mashma that even the rabbanon say that if, if you buy from a Jew, if you you if you buy him from a Jew, he also has something kabbal mitzvahs there. So the, the machlokas was uh, was a, a very slight <laughs> machlokas, right? We said We came out at the end of Zolin but they don't really argue when it comes to forcing uh, the guy initially to become. Mal, and then once he's a full, once he's a half a Jew, he's an Epikani, you can you free him, and also he becomes a free that way. He doesn't have to accept the once he's already doing the mitzvahs like a woman, you know, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to accept the mitzvahs again. Hmm. All right, so uh some they have said Let's say a city near the border, as far as like the um, you know, near the frontier, near the border, you don't keep him at all, right? maybe he'll be a spy. And we go tell the goyim some secret, some you know, some security issues about the Jews, and 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 uh, that's a bigger concern that the goyim could uh, conquer Eretz Yisrael. So we are smuchel the safar ain mashal so kolika So he says over here, Shmuel says you don't leave him for twelve months because they have satar. It's mashal you keep him a little bit, but if he if it's near the border, you don't keep them at all. Biyom al chaveir, he'll go tell them. In other words, maybe he'll hear something, and he's and he hasn't been converted yet, so he's not doing mitzvahs. He doesn't have any kinship to the to the Jews. So he feels like a full guy, a full of Kachavim. And if you keep him in your employee at all, he might hear some security, uh, might hear some secrets and go tell his goyim, his, uh, his brothers across the border. Why are the Geirim, Geirim are converts. Why are they oppressed and, uh, and uh, afflicted? And then the Mepharshim says, Jews, we know why, because we're, we're, we're paying for the sins of our fathers, right? Uh, third, fourth generation, paying for the sins of our fathers. That's why we're afflicted. But why are the Geirim afflicted? After all, they're new people. They shall come Shev Mitzvah because they didn't do the Shev Mitzvah when they were Goyim, right? A Goyim also has a Mitzvah to keep Shev Mitzvah and they didn't keep that, so they're being punished. The Yosem, Once he's Megayer, you can't punish him for what he did before. Because he's Megayer now. What he did before doesn't count. He's a new person. Gershon is Geyer. Pardon? Oppressed in general. They're oppressed. They're, they're, they're of Tsarist. And even oppressed by the Jews also. Oppressed by Jews also. They're oppressed by Jews. In other words, they're, they're looked down upon. And sometimes they you know bad things happen to them. Why are they uh, oppressed and afflicted? The afflictions come to them. That's Mashman Hashemayim. Oppressed could be eaten by people, by other Jews. Why? Because they didn't do the Mitzvah at all. Rebel says, no, that wouldn't be a reason. They don't have to pay for what they did when they were non-Jews. After all, he's like a new person. Uh, as we said, that a ger, if a ger is Megayer and his sister is Megayer, he can marry his sister. The rabbi said, don't, but you know, it's not good. But uh, but basically, um, you know, they'll come to other attempts. Forget about the physical aspects, but the uh, that you might come to do other things. But but Menatar, you could, he's a person. Why are they? Why are they afflict? Why are they oppressed? The Bishayim Bikiyim, but they commit disgrace. They don't do the mitzvahs properly. They're not Bikiyim. You know, they they accept the game without being Mekayim the mitzvahs, without them understanding the mitzvahs. They didn't do the mitzvahs properly. Now, as they're full Jews, now they're being punished 
for not observing the mitzvahs properly. Because they don't, they're only afraid. Because when they, they become gay, or a lot of them, they're only doing out of fear of God. They're afraid of hell. Piranhas are more, they're afraid of punishment, but they don't do it out of Avas Hashem. That's how the Begayim were in those days. He's talking about, when he says Bismanase, it means in the days of the time of the Gemara. Because they delayed coming, becoming Jews. Now, this some of Farshim say, well, this disagrees also with Gershon Skar Kat and Shanola because you can't blame him for delaying because then he was a guy. Others say that no, they should show Asim because Gayum were also Zanini that brought down that Gayum were also at Har Sinai. And they were also obligated, but they just didn't they didn't take action, they didn't take action yet. But their Nishamas were also there, and because they delayed. They were also punished, even if you all gave Shaskai Kachanami, that they delayed becoming a Jew. Amr Bubitim Rabchanina, my car, where do you see this from the Pusik that uh, that uh, um that it's an Indian, it's a special Indian for the for a gear that he's rewarded for becoming a gear right away, that he's not without delay. See this by Rus, right? It says she's told Naomi told Rus, Isham Shampalach Hashem should pay for pay for you've done the Timaskota Shlaim Amiyam Hashem and your payment, your reward. Your 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 uh, should be full from from God. Okay, Israel. Asher bosa lachsos that you came to take refuge under under tachas kanafah. Lachsos asher bosa rashi shemiharta loyecharta. Hashem should pay you back because sure sh- yes you were destined from Harsinai to be Megayer, but the fact that you didn't delay and you want to do it as soon as possible, you'll be specially rewarded for that. All right, so that completes this discussion of the game. Tomorrow we're going to talk more about. We'll get back into Inyan uh, of Mamzeru. Have a good day, everybody. Call to the Boetto.